Do women secrete something when they orgasm? Uh, I mean, they could be they could have urinary incontinence, otherwise known as squirting. Yes. So it's they possible. Could, could they also secrete whatever it is that that lubricates themselves in, in some uh, cliff function kind of way? Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is often controversial, but mostly in good faith. On today's show, we're going to talk about what it's like to date a cheater, whether to tolerate a sudden sex moratorium, female orgasm confusion, and more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello, Keith. Uh, We talked on our last episode about how women can be dominant in bed. Do you remember that conversation? Yes. Uh, And I think the crux of it was in a standard heterosexual sexual relationship, what can women even do? I mean, they can, they can ride the guy, they can be on top. And, uh, but like beyond that, we were sort of coming up empty on other things they might be able to do. I mean, pegging was suggested, but that's not, I I wouldn't call that uh, a normal part of a standard heterosexual relationship. I know people would disagree, but, but uh, the, the word they're doing the work there is standard. It's not, it, it, it happens, but it's not normal. Yeah, the the um, the thing that demonstrates this, I think, well is VR porn because there's just because of the necessity typically to have the man static there because they, they attach the camera to the man, mm-hmm. don't have the man moving. They're just it's very limited what the woman can do. And it's ultimately kind of boring. Uh, like it's it's a negative do they actually attach the camera to the man? I assumed there yes. was some sort of complicated crane and gimbal setup where it, it it's the camera's there and it's meant to be from the man's perspective, but it's not actually physically attached to him. I what I've seen there there are a couple performers who have multiple cameras set up, and so you can mm-hmm. see if you want to, you can see the guy with the apparatus attached to him. Of course, it's. I mean, this is another thing, right? It's it's got to be difficult for the female performer. Right. Porn is always difficult because I mean, uh, unless you whether you have a cameraman kind of sneaking around the scene or uh, the guy with this crazy apparatus on, it's difficult. Um, but the apparatus is some sort of forehead mounted camera or something, or is he using yeah. his hands to hold it, or what's going on? I, it's sort of like a. I don't remember it in super great detail, but I think yeah. it's something that kind of goes over his shoulders and is, yeah, I mean, it oh. needs to be mounted kind of near his eyes for obvious right. reasons. Right. And it's heavy or looks heavy enough that it needs to be supported by his body. It can't just be, uh, and it can't, yeah, it can't, it can't just be like on, glued to his head or something. It's, it's too big for that. Well, and we're, we're getting into the weeds here a bit, but does it have like a wide angle lens and then they crop it down to what they need later? Or does he know. have to pan the camera himself so that it's, got the right angle. Like one thing I dislike, uh, for example, when the man is in the missionary sex, uh, position and they're doing a porn shoot, he's often either looking at her face and her, her breasts or her groin. And it's hard to get all three of those things in the same shot. That's what you want. You want the, f- I mean, in real life, that well, would be difficult too, of course. Yeah. But then I can choose I'm at my discretion about what I want to look at, and I'm sure I I go between the three. Uh, but right. when it's up to the camera person, then almost always it's not doing the thing that I want, <laughs> or it's it's not it's you know at least half the time it won't be doing what sure you want. right. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, that's that's difficult. You could certainly solve that with some kind of fisheye lens. So for a, on VR, of course, there no there's no lensing thing because you know, you can move your head around. It's, it's, it's getting 180, typically not 360, but 180, uh, in, so, you know, you have half of the sphere that's visible. Um, one problem with that is that there is kind of a fixed middle point of the, of the half sphere sphere that you're seeing, which does mean yeah. that if the action they're doing is toward the bottom of that half sphere, like naturally you either have to sort of pan it using your device or look way, way down, you know, physically <laughs> right your with, neck. Well, and also yeah, I think of. with, with fisheye lenses, you get some distortion around the edges too. So I don't know how that would manifest in this particular. That can be fixed digitally. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
But um, in v- well, in VR, whatever is in like the Oculus headset is definitely compensating for that because it ultimately is putting it on a flat screen, and it's certainly sort of fish-eyed what's what's coming into it. Yeah, but yeah, but to the back to the point of like the the woman. I mean, they're basically let's see, they, I mean, they will do doggy style, but that's something where the man's active, but she has to be pushing her butt back and forth. Otherwise, there's about camera it. camera shake. Yeah, I mean they can't. The guy basically needs to stay still. And so See, it's this not, is why this yeah. is why I always imagined that. Yeah, there's a third person who's the camera operator, and they have some sort of crane no. equipment or something. I don't think so. Okay. That might be that might make it better. Of course, then his his face might smash into the camera. I did see a you know, non-porn VR uh, this week, which was a rendered woman almost completely naked, but it was not, it was PG, um, rendered though, not an actual person rendered so well that it was a little hard to tell that it was rendered. Hmm. And, uh, one of the interesting things they we're going to see more and more of that as we go yeah, forward here, they made it so that, uh, she was wearing like a bikini bottom and nice. very, very small bikini top. Mm-hmm. But on the bottom, you could see that there was like her pubic hair. There was no pubic hair and it was like some sort of weird, like green colored, bright green colored butterfly down there like a tattoo uh, sort of maybe but it may look it's rendered so it could be right. anything right and i just was thinking oh that that's interesting because that means that as as people render porn you'll be able to i mean you can do hentai type stuff where it's completely not realistic but here yeah. it would be, you know it's, it's it's sort of a subtle body modification that's not possible in real life right you could imagine for example like let's let's say that there were there was a porn trope in 10 years when a lot of porn is rendered where women have sort of glowing tattoos. I could imagine that working its way into real life, hmm. right? In, in, in a porn video or rendered video, it'd be easy to do that, but I could see can women you, then fetishizing that. Can you use glow in the dark ink for tattoos? Do you know? Well, yeah. I mean, or you could have some batteries under your skin or something. I'm right, not sure. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's various ways that that could potentially be done. Huh. I saw it, by the way, on, on, on the subject of hentai, there was a person on N- the NSFW411 subreddit uh, today, I think, who was uh, looking for a woman. What he wanted was a porn where the woman is passive, but then becomes active and grows a penis and starts fucking the guy. So that's like to this like passive <sighs> axis, active axis. Yeah. That's super common in hentai. There's growing penises. Uh, Women with male uh, sex organs, yeah, penises. Okay, and I well, really don't it like to... it. There's a word okay. for it that you Futinari? can. Is that I? I can't remember. Is that what it's called? Maybe there, that's the there's word I know. Okay, <laughs> on hentai search engines, there's always all these check boxes for these different words, and some of them I definitely want to exclude, like the one where women grow cocks or where you know, they're <laughs> fucking children or whatever it might be. There's that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on. Is that one of them? Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, there, there's some expression for adults who look like children, which is their code for I see. Like children. That's not great. Maybe that's Futanari. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. It it's sort of rattling around in my brain that I don't like Futanari, but I don't. I'm not sure if I want to like unrepress why. <laughs> so, yeah, I hear you. I don't really want to Google it right this second. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, wait. So on this. Uh, uh, how does a female dominate dominate topic? Uh, I saw a thing on Reddit from yesterday. Actually, this person said, okay. "I want to be able to quote fuck him back." It always bothered me that sex sometimes felt like the man is the one that does something to a woman, and she is only receiving and enjoying. And of course, enjoying is good and gives him insane pleasure. But my point is, what other ways, techniques, or words can girls do to quote give it back to him without yeah. getting too much into performances, not into BDSM and stuff? A nice, loving, warm BJ is the only moment that feels like actual control of the situation, but other ideas would be interesting. And the normal thing, the the first comment is, uh, even though I'm dominant, I had a partner that rode me so hard and well that afterwards I'd always tell her that it felt like she was fucking me. Okay, so that's like the obvious thing. But uh, the Amazon position comes up. Are you familiar with the Amazon position? We've discussed it before. Have we? Yeah. Well, all right, we're 140 episodes in here, so I, I, I seem to have stricken that from my memory, just as I have fut- Futanari. 
Uh, well, but there's a really, really, there's a really famous clip, really, really famous clip of a woman. I forget right now. I forget her name. I'll probably come up with it later where he's, she's fucking him, I guess, in the Amazon position. And right as he's about to climax, she pulls off of him and then deep throats him and swallows his cum. And it's like a really like well-known clip. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I feel so she, like she does both dominant things. Yeah, I feel like that's starting as dominant, and then it, is swallowing a man's cum dominant? Isn't that like one of the ultimate moves of submission? I I don't think it's particularly dominant, but but I was just re- reflecting. I was I was you, you in the thing you read. Basically, it said that giving a blowjob is one of the active things oh, a woman can do. So she's basically like switching between the two active. Modes. It's very active. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna paste to you here a uh, brief clip of somebody in the Amazon position. All right. And uh Yeah. I don't even know exactly how to describe this. The man is on his back mm-hmm. and his legs are pulled up to his chest. So this isn't he, really a very good one to be honest with you. Isn't it? How how is no. this not like a normal Amazon position? The reason it's not good. So in this one, so why don't you finish describing it for the listeners? Okay, yeah. So the man's on his back, his knees are to his chest, and the woman sort of almost sits on the tops of his thighs the the or the i guess lower part of his butt and straddles the important thing is the it's, the important thing is the the that his cock is pushed sort of abnormally down between his legs right it's, yeah it's, or yeah it's not his cock is pointing his cock is sort of below his legs if that makes sense it would be like it would be like if you had your cock pushed back behind your legs but his legs are kind of up his thighs are against what his degree, shoulders in such a way that, that it's not that weird. What angle do you think his cock is at? All right. So like if you're standing up and you're erect and your cock is pointing straight out or maybe a little bit above straight out, but it's mostly perpendicular. What what angle yeah. do you think, you know, and let's call that zero degrees. Is his, is the cock it's, angle it's most, actually negative at a negative yes. angle here? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm confident sure it, it is. is. So, so I suspect huh. it's somewhat like... For the guy, it's a little bit of a tricky position. I mean, your body's in kind of a stress position also. For a well, woman, yeah, that's not a big deal. Yeah, for, the, for a woman, that's not such a big deal. But for a guy, I think that could cause a man, even in a very arousing situation, to lose his erection. Just because you're, 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 you're putting him in a physically kind of difficult position. Yeah. So like, I wonder whether videos like this one are made with Viagra. I, I don't not- actually know. I haven't tried this position, but yeah. Yeah, any position where the woman is on top uh, is a little bit harder to maintain your orgasm because you have to, you know, send blood flow up against the flow of gravity. Right, and then yeah, when you have this is like amplifying that effect. Exactly. I'm not sure I'm flexible enough to do what this man is doing. I'm not. I've never even tried by myself. I've never like what I guess I've never wondered that. Yeah, I mean, there's also things like. Yeah, I mean, you have to position his balls so that they're kind of down below, so that they're not. Yeah, it looks like smashed by what she's doing. Yeah, it looks like she could bruise his balls depending on how bony her butt is. There, that occurs. Okay, so so importantly, not yeah. yeah. How is this not the standard Amazon position? Yeah, so the thing that she's doing is she's this looks a lot like a female on top position where she's got her legs outside of his legs, but importantly, his legs are kind of up, not quite over her shoulders. But what she's doing, the the movement she's doing, because her knees are bent and she's kind of squatting over his penis, mm-hmm. she's kind of doing a more traditional female on top movement. Um, you you often see this kind of position where the woman looks more like she's a man fucking the guy, like where she her body's a little lower on his body. And so she's kind of pelvic thrusting, not squatting. She's okay. yeah, she's not doing squats as much as pelvic thrusts. I'm, I just sent you another one. Is okay. this more? Let me uh, pull it up here. Okay, so there's two women here. Yeah, this yeah. is getting closer. Yeah, you see how she's kind of like, this yeah. looks more like a guy. In fact, she has a pretty broad shoulders and yeah, back. Yeah, she's a bodybuilder. So it actually looks like she could be a man, but, she, but right. when you get the right angle, you can see there's a vagina. Yeah, this is getting closer to her actually looking like she's fucking the woman, the man. Okay. I mean, it is kind of cool that there's another woman around his head kind of holding his legs back. That's Yeah, that gets a back nice to view the, out of that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that gets back to the sort of difficulty of even contorting your body into this position in the first place. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll include both of these uh, 
short video clips in the show notes. So if you want to familiarize yourself with the Amazon. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name of the, I mean, it's a really famous one, you know, it's, he's on a couch and then she suddenly takes him in her mouth when he's coming. If I can remember that one, I'll add it to the show notes as well. That's a very compelling one. So the, the first response to this, you know, how do I fuck him is the, you know, ride him. The second response is Amazon position, which is basically just a derivative of riding him. The third is, um, somebody says, move your hips. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. And the fourth is have him nice and hard inside of you, ask him to hold still, then move your body slash vagina on his dick. And so, yeah, they're like replacing the normal thing where the man is controlling the action and having the woman control the action. But I think that's just generally going to be worse for both parties. Yeah. I mean, I, so my fee- my thought on this one is uh, sort of like similar to there's there's another kind of domain where this is relevant, which is the um, kind of violence, just general violence, and how people kind of go after each other in real yeah. life. Men, so you know, if men have are having an a, a, an argument, a verbal argument, they always know if it's in person that it could escalate to physical violence. For women, that's much less likely uh, for for a variety of reasons. Um, and so women then get really good at sort of kind of cleverly, uh, going after each other, um, sort of verbally with clever sort of, uh, insults and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. um, I think there's sort of like a, an analogy between that and this type of situation where the, the thing that the man does and the thing that the woman does kind of, kind of maximize their, um, skill sets, if that makes sense. Yeah, but this notion that a woman could feel like they want to be a more active, at least, and dominant uh, in some cases. Oh my, but yeah, sure, but my point is, my point is, sorry, I, I lost, I actually lost my train of thought there for a second. My point is that <laughs> the thing that mind. women can do, the thing that women can do is let, a, a man can do something physically active with the other person. A woman uh-huh. is going to do it emotionally and verbally. That's my point. Sorry. I see. <laughs> There was a point to that long-winded thing. I see. Yeah. So, so women. So, what wh- what can a woman do actively? The thing that a woman can do actively is, and this really works, is to huh. appear engaged in kind of a compelling yep. and maybe uh, novel way for the guy. So, uh, seeming, seeming, and maybe actually being interested in trying something new, uh, creating a scenario, um, just like dirty talk from the woman to the man is like really yeah. compelling to a guy. Things I, like that. I, en- I enjoy right. porn where the female is saying dirty talk, you know, the, you know, fuck my little hole, give it to me, you know, like really mm. saying things that imply, you know, she really wants it. And it, I don't like it as much in real life because then there's this like pressure to respond. And I, you know, I don't know. I don't always have like a Rolodex of things to, to say there. But right. uh, yeah, this notion that uh, a woman can amp up the male experience by somehow signaling her interest in in the yeah. state of affairs is yeah is. I mean, I just think that's like the main oh. tool they have. That kind of thing is the main tool. I mean, they can uh, dress up a different way, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 mostly that. Like that's that's how a woman actively participates in sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've read a couple more of the responses here, but they're all, yeah, you can fuck him back in any position. If it's, if it's a position you're not used to or not sure how, tell him to be still for a moment. So that, yeah, I don't think that's great advice. This thing like, oh, just have the man be still and then the woman do the woman. Like that can be interesting as a, as a curiosity or a, or a sometimes thing, but beyond yeah. that, I don't think so. Um, this one person says, her making a point of watching my dick during inter- uh, during intercourse drives me wild. Um, yeah, same thing. Yeah, she's actually like she's she's expressing. So I, I sent you a uh, uh, a message with uh, this is actually is not the one I was referring to, but it gives a good. It's it's the exact same type of. Content. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It does so look he's like, up on a chair. She looks, looks like, like she's fucking him. Yeah, until you see her breasts. It, yeah, it really does look like she's fucking him. Because yeah, huh. well, you have to see his, his balls also tell you the orientation of the. Penis yeah, and, no, I, I understand. Know. I got it now. I don't know if you've gotten to the key moment, and then oh, she, okay, and, and now she's and when she when she finishing the starts job. blowing him, you can sort of see that she's having to angle his cock down quite a lot. Yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. You're right. So that's, I think, a bit problematic. Okay. I can see at that point. Yeah. Why doesn't she? But I mean, she could. Oh, yeah. Oh. The ve- Sorry, oh. what happened at the end? But the oh, very she's end, doing the she... thing where she shows the cum. Yeah. yeah, she gets really close to the camera and opens her mouth. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't need that. Yeah, I hear um, you. All right, <laughs> let's move that's on. That's an example of anything. I mean, that, but that's a, that's a, that's a situation where a woman can be sexually relevant, but in a negative way. She's right. repulsed you, right? Re- repelled you. I mean, that's actually true. I mean, yeah. So women, I don't know. Uh, I mean, this is why women. I mean, like women get so obsessed over pubic hair grooming. Uh exactly what they look like these are all things that amp up the game for the guy right? yeah they make the guy more excited um right so yeah i mean honestly that's I, I actually to be fair i actually think women have more range of motion than men on this i mean the man can do all the emotional things and say different things and stuff like that but on a guy it kind of it, 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 it you got to be kind of careful like it could come across kind of lame yeah so the, for for a guy, physical stuff is better, uh, but there's just more. I think there are more things you can do uh, as a woman yeah. than a man. Fig- actually, figurative range of motion in this case. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, my girlfriend just revealed she used to be a serial cheater. My girlfriend of eight months revealed to me last night, rather casually, that she used to be a serial cheater for years and cheated on every partner she ever had had until a couple years ago. Uh, he mentions that she's forty years old. She said at the time. She was remorseless, but eventually came to a point she decided it wasn't conducive to a healthy relationship or her self-esteem and decided to stop her self-esteem. I have always struggled with trust issues my whole life for a variety of reasons I won't go into. She seems to brush this off as little more than an anecdote, but I got to tell y'all, I'm shook. I'm shook by a 38-year-old using the expression, I'm shook. I'd like to believe she's changed and learned from this to become someone who would never do this again. But if I'm being honest, I definitely have less faith in her than I did 24 years ago. Any advice on how much to past this or how discuss it further it. would be a, on, on how to get past? I don't know if it's incoherent writing. Uh, he wants to know our opinion. So uh, I have never cheated on someone. Uh, the closest I came was... Uh, I was at a club and a coworker like came up to me and kissed me and I had a girlfriend and she was like, Oh, it doesn't matter. And I was like, yeah, it does. <laughs> but I think I didn't break off the kiss the absolute millisecond I could have. I think it lingered for a half second or something. Um, I but see. it's almost like an exception that proves the rule. Like I've, I've never cheated on anyone. Um, and someone but yeah, I think that once people have done it once or twice, they're likely to continue doing it forever, basically. I don't think that. Uh, I mean, I think it depends. Um, I think that I did things that could be characterized as cheating in college. But <laughs> importantly, it was because like I just didn't mentally think of this would be. The, yeah, maybe maybe in college it doesn't make any difference. But like I didn't view the relationship the same way the other person did. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, that you hadn't yeah, had just, the. Uh, the DTR talk, the define the relationship. No, I mean, does that really happen in college? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I think it's less it, common. It's anyway. not very promiscuous in college. So I had like, yeah, one girlfriend when I started college, and another one like halfway through, and we were both very monogamous. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I just wasn't going to uh, turn down uh, opportunities. Put it that way. Can you can you give an example, and then I'll decide whether I think you were. Out of one line. time, one time, oh, well, <laughs> this one, you'll like this one. <laughs> one time uh, I was having sex with somebody <laughs> and she okay. knew about the other girl and was like, what about insert girl's name here? And I was like, oh, no, don't worry about that. <laughs> I remember that specifically. Why would she? <laughs> that was probably her way of saying that she's concerned about it. Not concerned yeah, enough not to right. do it, but she's like, I guess acknowledging it slightly ameliorated her guilt or something. I don't, I think, I mean, I think that she, look, I mean, this, it's, I think that men and women perceive these situations differently. From my perspective, it was, yeah, I had not had the define the relationship talk with anybody. So I was like, I, I it, like, honestly, I just wasn't, that didn't matter to me. Like, I think that the optimization function I was following at that point was like, which, path is going to uh maintain a supply of sex for me while i'm doing other things yeah yeah, but that's the key like i think 
if somebody suggests that they understand the impact of their quote unquote cheating and about how they may be hurting someone's feelings and breaking trust, then yeah, right. Like once you've decided that your hedonistic pleasure or whatever is more important than uh, some long-term commitment to someone, it seems like, yeah, like once you've crossed that bridge, you're probably more likely to cross it going forward. Well, do you think I crossed that bridge? Right. Uh, I mean, I don't... Uh, a little bit, but not enough to, uh, I don't know, draw the line in the sand that I just... Uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't think that like it. it... I think that your optimization function can change over time. That's yeah. All. Uh, and so, right. Um, yeah. And also, yeah, I mean, there's also, I think you can also have, is, okay. Importantly, I think that the line I would draw here is something like there's a certain age at which a person's brain is mature. Right. Right. And at that point, they're able to sort of do things like understand what the other person's thinking, to consider the long term impact of different behaviors. So be able to forecast, oh, this is going to create a really nasty situation for me in, you know, two weeks because this person's going to find out they're going to get upset and so on and so forth. Uh, and so I think before a certain age, I mean, look, this is why, like in the criminal justice system, the people were represented by two. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it made me think of the law and order intro. Yeah. But the, uh, uh, that's yeah that's why uh, under 18 you're treated pretty differently and you know yeah because there's some expectation that you actually can change mentally at some point uh and certainly you know age 30 and beyond it's hard it, it's suggests something about your personality that probably isn't going to change so there i would tend to agree with you i just i i occasionally hear stories about uh somebody who's with somebody that's cheating and they don't know about it. And it, it's just such a preposterous betrayal. Like I don't really care that much about like physical infidelity. Like if it happened to me, I think it, I don't know. As far as I know, it's never happened to me. Oh, it's happened to you. That the odds are, I'm sure it's happened to me too. <laughs> yeah, that's not. I mean, I'm, I'm positive it hasn't happened in any of my long-term relationships. I've been in a five-year relationship. I've been in uh, three, three-year and and two, two-year relationships. And like, it's like, in order to cheat on someone, you have to like, have your whereabouts be like unknown at some point. That was the other thing I was going to mention is that I think the presence of uh, hyper-surveillance technology has changed the nature of this. Also, so I mean, when I had like, my various experiences in the in the nineteen nineties, like yeah, that you actually could get away with things, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, there, was, the person really wasn't going to find out. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that in the context of a long distance relationship. It's not that. I mean, it still sucks that you, you don't you can't get laid, but the tools for maintaining a long distance relationship are much better now than they were in the nineties. I've thought, yeah, that's true. I, I've thought actually this in terms of super easy and so forth. Yeah. You, you frequently see TikTok videos about guy of where guys are basically trying to explain why they've completely lost interest in dating women. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I guess not incel, but like sort of like moving in that direction. And I think this is part of it is that what's this, this, the, the technology dimension where there it's, you're so intensely surveilled uh, mm -hmm. from day one of the relationship, the guys just don't, they, it, it's just a negative. So the, the, one of the, the main point these men make is that on balance, it's not good for them. And they mention things like, um, you know, courts favoring women, if you get divorced and things like that, mm -hmm. they mentioned, they mentioned a whole series of, of ways in which it's not great for the guys that are the expectations on the man versus the woman they think are tilted against them. Um, but yeah, this is, this is one where, uh, the way the experience men have men have now versus like 30, 40 years ago is concretely different and worse. It's not like this. It, it's not the only thing that makes them say that, but it could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. So I have a number of friends. I, I'm thinking of one in particular whose girlfriend surveilled him to some preposterous level. Now, hmm. 
I later came to find out that his girlfriend had been cheating on him for years. So maybe that's why she was surveilling him so much because she had her own uh, assumptions about how people behave in relationships. But I dated people who try to surveil me, but I just tell them like, that's just not, we're not going to do that. Like I, well, but they'll still send you texts all the time and things like that. Sure. Like, there's but still this expectation. I, I fairly early set the expectation that I'm, you know, I'll respond to texts as I choose. And I think that's maybe, unusual. I think that's I unusual. Do too, because, I do too, yeah. but I think, I don't know, maybe I'm compelling enough that people will tolerate that from me. I think that's right. I think, I think that for most, for the average man, he basically doesn't feel like he has the leverage to do that. And, and the key understanding there is for the average, for the average man, if his girlfriend breaks up with him, I mean, the question you can ask is, I mean, this is actually sort of interesting for a man who's a five, yeah. like on a fair scale. So he's right at the midpoint who's say 25 years old, his girlfriend breaks up with him. Assuming he doesn't pay for sex, how long is it on average between that moment and the next time he mm. orgasms inside a woman's vagina? Yeah. Like six months? Yeah. I mean, it depends Three. on age and stuff, but yeah. Well, 25. He's 25. Oh, you said he was 25. Oh, saying he could, yeah, he's 25 and he's been, he's no longer has a girlfriend. Uh, some of them will just have some other girl that they know really well, but I think most men- Of course, of course. Yeah. And of I, course, I for the woman- here. I yeah. take your point. For the woman, it's uh, that afternoon if she wants it. Of course. So that that asymmetry causes the guy to capitulate to all kinds of crazy demands. Uh, that yeah. Well, I'm sa- I'm calling them crazy. All kinds of intrusive maybe demands that the that a girlfriend would make because he doesn't want to uh, do the six months. And and one further point I would put in, and I made up the six months. What do I know? Maybe it's three months. Yeah. Maybe it's a year. Yeah. The, furthermore capitulating those demands actually makes it harder for him to find a new mate when she, if she breaks up with him or he breaks up with her. Right. How, and, uh, you know, most of the how, time it's how the woman so? breaking up. Well, because he's been surveilled. So he couldn't be like oh, building connections with other women. Like he doesn't have like a cadre of women on the sidelines. Whereas if he, he could potentially have, that, <laughs> uh, if she couldn't surveil him, he could be in some activity where there are a bunch of women, but she probably would stop him from doing that activity. Right. So I, so this she is wants all, to, inf- yeah, this is all just super foreign to me. Like I, I can't imagine, uh, tolerating a partner who said, you know, like, oh, I can't be in my run club cause there's other women there or you talk oh, to I'm, other women there. Are there no men in the run club who say that uh, their significant other complains or is curious or anything no, there like are. that? There are. It's just, I would not tolerate a okay. relationship like that un- unless it's like, I don't know. Uh, I'm, t- I'm trying to think of like a famous. This is definitely like person. Pretty... it's like ta- Taylor Swift or something. But like, I actually th- <laughs> this is a preposterous thing to say. Like, I think I could date Taylor Swift for like a week before I would just have had it with her. Like, I think she would be so annoying. You think like, the issue is that she would be game. she would annoy you, not that she wouldn't <laughs> select you. She wouldn't select you I'm because you her publicist year. wouldn't. But her, go, her publicist but, wouldn't approve it. If uh-huh. okay, let's say that we had the same amount of listenership as call her daddy, and uh-huh. she wanted to sort of or Joe Rogan of, say, yeah, well that's yeah, and she wanted to uh, take a walk on the wild side, so to uh-huh. speak. So uh-huh. like her publicist is like, okay, Taylor, now is the time for you to like right. really sex it up a little bit. Right. Um, I think that you would uh, date her for a lot longer than a week. Uh, well, okay, there's external factors here, like. Yeah, uh, every millisecond of dating her increases my net worth by two million. Well, not just that. You're like, I mean, just like the your sort of. Oh, and my credibility as a yeah, eligible that. bachelor goes up a bunch yeah. too. It's, it's a fantastic move. So I think you would. You think you would uh, take one? Yeah, for the whoever. Team. Uh, yeah, there's a football player dating her now, Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City yes. Chiefs, and like. Yeah, he's going to be. He was already like probably the third or fourth most marketable person in the NFL, but yeah, now he's far and away number one. And uh, yeah, good for him. Yeah, it's, I mean, these are really good. Uh, her and I guess it's her publicist probably came up with this. Yeah, really clever, really clever yeah. move. All right, but setting aside like all those externalities, like I was trying to create a situation where I'm dating somebody that's like really compelling and really attractive, but for me, it, it's yeah, like not being trusted when I'm alone would be a big problem. But I well, think yeah, true. a lot of men tolerate it. 
Well, they don't have a choice because of, because of the logic I, I just said. I guess. I mean, I think that's what it is. I don't. I don't. I. I think that men. If you if do it right, had, you seem higher you know, value. I mean, that's they just aren't because most men's experience is <laughs> right. that they go on a dating app and they get sex with a new partner once a year or something. I, I don't I don't know. I'm making up numbers here. It would be sort of interesting to have real numbers to put. And and by the way, I said a guy at the in the median, a guy who's in like the who's uh, like a three out of 10 or a 2.5 out of 10. That guy, I mean, it could be five years. Like his choices might be uh, yeah. capitulate to this woman's demands or like accept that you're going to become like an American Taliban because you're going to have sex so little that you're going to get <laughs> radicalized. Right. You're, I'm actually like, surprised more men don't get radicalized. Almost by literally taking the the red pill. I think they do. Yeah. I think that's that's a problem. Well, some but yeah, do, like, but you know. And yeah, there could be like a an effect on the other side too here, which is yeah, a median man dating a median woman. The median woman's experience might be that her previous partners have been sort of shady. And so she might be more apt or inclined to uh, surveil because she's had bad experiences in the past. So there's some sort of like... Sure. Well, so it's even worse than... Flywheel effect uh, there. The, you know, you're familiar with this idea of comfort women in uh, that were... Uh, mm-hmm. offered yeah, during, to during GIs yeah, yeah in, in Japan in particular. And the whole idea was to lower various forms of violence, sexual assault, but all other other kinds of violence as well. Yeah, hold on. We should say specifically what it was. So I think during World War II and... I think it was the uh, occupation after World War II in particular, but maybe, I think, I mean, some yeah. of it has a very sordid history because I think uh, the Japanese soldiers in China did it. So then that was sort of forced forced prostitution yeah, among Chinese the, women. So that's not great. The general well, idea great, was that there would be uh, a set of women, uh, prostitutes basically, who would sleep with military men in order to uh, lower the rate of, of those military men doing bad things. Right. It was like taking the edge off. Yeah. It's sort of, I sort of wonder, I mean, this is not an experiment that in this woke modern age would be possible, but I sort of wonder if one could lower the violent crime rate generally in cities by uh, having oh, the same right. thing. Yeah. Maybe AI, this would be, maybe this is the biggest upshot of AI is violence will uh, decrease because men will have comfort robots and then men will be, yeah, you know, so uh, pleased uh, that they won't uh, act out violently. Yeah, I, I think the long term for women in that world is bad because if it gets to a point where men don't need to pursue women, I think that could have pretty negative consequences for women. Do you think that's why we have this rash of women deciding they're men? They've they've seen the future. They're like, I don't <laughs> this isn't gonna work out so great, so I'll just be a man. If I were a woman and it were easy to become like an actual man, is that a is that sentence I just said? You mean like, well, cancelable? Yeah, is it yeah, considered totally. easy to become an actual man? Well, yes, because trans men are men. But I think what you mean is to is that easy? have some surgery that gives you a penis that functions, say, the same as mine. And the there, no, they, that's there's no. I, I think that's what you mean, right? When you say actual man, yes. you mean, we could call it a legitimate man. Just the the uh, life experience of being a man seems easier. It's shorter. It is so you shorter. lose some number of years, although you can you can improve that significantly through diet and exercise. It's probably yeah. shorter for trans men as well, but is it That's shorter? A good question. That's a good. I don't think there's any data on that because there haven't trans men and trans women trans haven't men been are, around are so so new in volume. I would anyway. I would respect a guy. You know, there are these uh, Silicon Valley rich guys who are looking for the fountain of youth, investing in startups that are going to extend the human lifespan. I would respect one of them. If I would really respect it if say Peter Thiel came out and said, I'm going to transition to be a woman just to get that extra like eight years. I wonder if, uh, <laughs> that would be great. Taking He's estrogen like, I don't, or whatever yeah. extends, yeah. <laughs> extends male's life. It's not that I feel like I'm a woman. I just want those extra <laughs> years, like whatever. Yeah. I suspect yeah. it doesn't work that way, but it might. Yeah, there, I mean, you know. certainly there's some hormonal effect on age. All right, anyway, let's move on to the next topic. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, this one is. 
Okay. If your girlfriend of two years randomly says no more sex until marriage, is that grounds to Mm -hmm. break up? It's like the opposite of salacious. We've been having a vibrant sex life throughout. My girlfriend recently had a religious awakening, decided no more sex until marriage. We plan to get married in our early 30s. He doesn't say how old he is now, so I don't know how long this moratorium is. I love her and I thought I could do it, but I'm slowly breaking and I don't think I could do this anymore. She loves me though, and I would feel like a complete jerk for trading love for sex. Okay, so much of what he's saying here implies confusion. Is there any situation where this is tolerable? Like one, it implies she doesn't care enough about sex. Or two, well, hang on, hang on. She doesn't care. Let me me finish. She doesn't care enough about sex with him. And three, she cares a lot about religion. And like all three of those, oh, I, think are, I think all three of those are deal breakers for me. It's the three. I was going to put that as number zero. Like that's like yeah. the preeminent thing here. I don't, I mean, would you, would you want to date somebody who was really religious? If it's Any Taylor religion. Swift, maybe, but no, generally no. And that's because of the status or like the orgasm intensity you think you get from her? Yes. Yeah, there's yeah, there's okay. lots of reasons. Well, wait, wait. Okay, so both. Uh, okay, so you would tolerate it in that context, probably for some period of time, and then you would fatigue. And then, right, and then I would fatigue, and then it would be over. Which would you rather, uh, a woman who is a committed, say, but sort of reasonable, like say Presbyterian, or a woman who believes in astrology? Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> I was in my run club the other day and <laughs> yeah, I, I told you this off the air, but I'll say it again on the air. Yeah. Somebody started talking about the lunar or sorry, the solar eclipse and you run faster fr- during solar eclipses. That's not true. And Friday the 13th, the, uh, the rays. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's less uh, rays pushing me backwards. Um, <laughs> and then also about Friday the 13th and saying there's something weird in the air and everyone's acting weird. And I just, I, mm. That could be, but that, that it would be because of people believing that Friday, like if you have a society where everybody thinks solar eclipses and Friday the 13th correlate with something, people might kind of be on edge and acting weird, but I don't think that's that's what they meant. What they're, they were trying to suggest that like I'm reading into it and trying to give them. There's some causal physical effect caused by the status of the cosmos. Right. So, so you, it sounds to me like you would rather, I, I would pick the Presbyterian because that is compatible with being intelligent uh and thoughtful it's less, like the, the, i would say it's less incompatible but right well there's fine. there's a developed you can have it's one of these things that has a developed enough theology that there's a way to sort of weave it into a scientific understanding of the world that makes no, sense Astrology, there's, there's, there's not there's not yeah there is yeah there is but, oh, okay i don't know enough about it's funny when you said presbyterian like I, I i could see that you chose that particular faith carefully i know so little about religion i know so little about religion that i can't argue but like doesn't that imply that like they don't believe in evolution no 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 not at all it would just be it would just be Do presbyterians believe in evolution i mean typically yes what do you mean typically does their doctrine say that evolution is it compatible with evolution like do their doctrine the doctrine let you choose oh Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't. That's that's not important. Like the important believe, thing is, did they yeah. believe that a man literally broke the rules of physics uh, two thousand years ago? <sighs> Probably, but I mean, mostly that's up to you. Like you what can, you, you can up to you? be. If Jesus Christ didn't resurrect. Isn't that like sort of a, a core tenet of the uh, of the religion? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, probably. I ag- that's why I'm going ag- to be honest. I, right. I agree that most people who claim that they're like Episcopalian or whatever, or Presbyterian, I'm just making up words. Those are those are kinds of religion, right? Uh, I, be, I I agree that most of those people don't actually believe the religious doctrine. They, they invoke it when it's convenient, and they like the sort of sense of comfort they get from the community around the church and, that, and all that yes. stuff. But yeah, like when you say somebody who is Presbyterian, it's like, okay, well, are they really? Like, am I going to have fights with them about like bacteria and like, uh, you know, whether vaccines work and like whether, uh, you know, evolution is a thing? Then, you know, like then that's that's going to be a hard pass for me. <laughs> but, you probably will have fights about that. They'll just be more intellectual than the fights with an astrologer, an astrology yeah. a- uh, acolyte. <laughs> is that what they're called? The, yeah. 
No, I just someone who <laughs> someone who, who who is an adherent of the. I mean, it, yeah, but it's true. I mean, the, the there look uh, any religious person. I mean, what is religion? Religion is believing, having faith in something. So they're going to have something they believe that you can't, you don't have evidence for. So if your if your whole deal is, hey, I want evidence for everything, then they're you're going to have a problem with. What do you mean? If my whole deal is yes, my deal for like how things work is evidence based. And it's interesting to think about what's true and what's not true. And for things that are obviously not true, when people think they are true, I get frustrated because I want to have conversations that it's like hard to figure out what's what's true. And like if they're stuck on like, oh, the, you know, evolution isn't a thing. And, you know, there was a literal miracle 2000 years ago. It's like, well, I don't even know how to proceed. Yeah, I hear you. I, you've heard you. I mean, people, you've heard people want rules so many times people want rules and, it, and there is some social utility to it, but it, it would be easier to, yes. yes, to be with somebody who understood it in that context. And, and that's typically going to be a person who maybe if they go to church, they do it culturally. It's like, look, I know this stuff isn't true, but I like the music. I like the community. And then it's like, okay, yeah. whatever. Like that's, and a lot of people do that. Yeah. I wish there was some sort of like club that I could go to on Sunday mornings and hang out. Unitarian. And Unitarian. What's and that's there's a like maybe a potluck church. and there's like yeah, that's what that lots is. of people and huh Unitarian church it's basically a, a, I don't think you would necessarily Why is it like called it because church is are there like pictures of Jesus in it I I, I mean and if so vaguely why? yeah vaguely but I think it basically it's 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 what you just described it's like it's it's trying to it's trying to say hey you know we maybe they say there's a God they might not even say that you know hmm. but they certainly aren't going to say that a person resurrected and so forth Unitarian. so that yeah that that exists. Church of San yeah. Francisco. Okay, there is. Yeah, it's there not. Is one. Uh, it's the whole point is just for people to have community. Uh, you probably would still find it irritating, um, because the, the people are gonna. I'm sure there are people that believe in astrology. There, there are people that are there just because they want to be new age and yeah. spiritual, and that'll yeah. probably irritate you. But it, but they do have potlucks and uh, you know hang out together. I I actually I, I actively don't want that. I don't. What I would what I would rather is just have like a cathedral that's mostly empty that I can just hang out in. So I don't want the community in the potluck. That's actually the worst part of it for me. What do you want? You want to feel a, a sense of greater purpose or to meditate in no. this cathedral? No, what? I just think it's, well, maybe. I mean, it's cool. It's cool to go into like some really expensive building and be, it's like you own the place because nobody will go in there. So that, there's sure. that. And then yeah. like the historical stuff, like the art. Yeah. yeah. Just like, but it doesn't make, well, I mean, religious buildings are cool places. Yeah, that's right. So I just like that, but I don't, I, I, it actually irritates me if there are people in there, if there are tourists in there or if there are people in there that like really hardcore believe because mm -hmm. then that's, it's kind of buzzkill. Yeah. Strong agree. All right. So this guy's girlfriend says no more sex until marriage. I mean, that's obviously reasons for breakup on, on about 17 different grounds, but um, yeah, the number one comment is that is a perfectly reasonable time to end the relationship. When one partner makes a unilateral decision like that about the status of your relationship, it's never a good sign. Um, yeah, I'd have to agree. Well, and also, I mean, it, it, this is something kind of fundamental has changed about this person. It's surprising to me that the sex part is the main thing here. I mean, because this isn't just a religion. This is a religion that prohibits sex before marriage. So this is a pretty serious religion. I mean, this is a pretty, right. this is going to be right. a life altering thing. And if he yeah, doesn't this agree is, with this that. This isn't your uh, Unitarianist here. This is, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, imagine you have kids later and how, now how do you teach them about reproduction and sex? One of the parents is going to say, look, you know, they're going to have the kind of the more secular humanist view or whatever of, Hey, you know, use protection, make good choices, that kind of stuff. The other one is going to say, look, God will strike you down. Yeah. So that's going to be a really confusing messaging for your kids. Like this, it's, yeah, you're not compatible anymore. I certainly wouldn't get married to the person. I mean, yeah. And, and since now he can't fuck her either. I mean, they, they don't have a relationship. <laughs> what's, the, what's the point of anything? Well, Mike, he says he, he loves could be her, friends. So, uh, well, he could love her. Uh, you, you I mean, say, they are uh, friends. Uh, what are they? Oh, maybe they make out sometimes or hold hands. He could love her with uh, agape instead of eros, meaning the love that you have for all of humanity as opposed to the romantic love of eros. What he could, are yeah. these expressions from? Have you been reading some therapy? They're religious. Books? No, no, they're religious expressions. Uh, See, so I, the, I don't know any of this terminology because I. Uh, so the, I got that from. I had a friend who was dating kind of a, a woman and having sex with her, and he said to her, "Your love for me is eros, and my love for you is agape." <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't know what he was saying, but it was like, but it basically was saying, like, "Look, you you want to marry me, and I right, <laughs> I don't, I'm not 
I just right. want to have sex with you. Like I, right. I, I view you the same way as I view like my neighbor. Like I, I care about you, but right. not, but mostly special, in a special way. Yeah. Right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Uh, a friend, uh, it was a 21 year old female didn't feel anything while orgasming twice. Uh, so I know so female didn't feel anything. Yes. So I, I brought this up. So, uh, our longtime listeners should know this, but for newer listeners, Mike's one of his favorite topics is female orgasm confusion. So, mm-hmm. uh, so she told me she had sex with a guy, and apparently, when she was on top and stopped, she realized everything was soaking wet. So she asked the dude, "What the fuck happened?" To which the dude replied, "Oh, you came twice." LOL. Clear <laughs> if he said LOL or if that's just okay. She said she had a great experience with the dude, and that she thinks the dude is twenty out of ten. He fucks her the right way, but she says that she didn't feel something when she came. I think they meant to use the word anything there, but anyway. All right. One last sentence or a couple last sentences. Is that weird? I'm a dude. So I got little idea about it since my ex-girlfriend would twitch and feel emptied when she came. So that's pretty much all the experience I know about her. Okay. So this writer must be in his early 20s. Emptied? Himself. I don't know. I forget this guy's subjective. I think he was dating a trans woman. (laughs) potentially (laughs) yeah Uh, he seems to think okay all right first of all uh do women secrete something when they orgasm uh i mean they could be they could have urinary incontinence otherwise known as squirting yes so it's possible could, could they also secrete whatever it is that that lubricates themselves in in some uh cliff function kind of way yes well i don't know if they secrete it i don't i don't think it's a cliff fun- i i hear what you're I saying you're either. basically saying i don't either i think they get aroused as they build toward orgasm and maybe they produce more lubrication as that's occurring i think but, across a i mean i know that across say a 30 second to one minute span a woman can produce lubrication enough that you kind of notice that the amount of yeah. lubrication changes materials yes. and yes. so you could have a situation where the guy with his thrusting his plunger-like penis pulls out a significant amount of that lubrication. Yeah, makes everything wet. So, so yeah. So, so that would be my first hypothesis here. Is she just got really, really excited? She okay. First of all, the reason she stopped and said, "What the fuck happened?" is because she thought he came in her. That was the way I interpreted that. Uh, like maybe she's not on birth control, or she didn't. Maybe ha- all we yeah. know is that she realized everything was soaking wet. That's the uh, yeah, which usually is the, to the evidence here. It's the suggestion of the presence of semen. Uh, is usually the the way things get soaking wet during mm-hmm. sex. Uh, mm-hmm. The wet spot. I guess it could be lubrication, but often is the woman is sort of. I mean, I've been out. with women who are quite wet, uh, almost sure. irritatingly so, and mm. you know, it it can make a mess. It doesn't suddenly arise, although you might perceive it suddenly. Like it could be building slowly, and then it passes over some amount, and then you really notice it. Right. I mean um, the thing, yeah. So the but the to, to the the main thrust, so to speak, of the point here. I, I mean, an important, a key constituent, pretty much a key constituent of orgasm is a sensation. Now, I will say that I have had close to sensationless orgasms before. We've discussed this, I think, this. on the show. Yeah, I have and not. I've, yeah, it correlates for me to take like to taking. Uh, let's say I take a lot of ibuprofen the day before because yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get rid of a headache or something. Right, right. The next day it's possible that I would have an orgasm where it's just like I, not I remember, great. I remember this conversation, but it, even those you felt the like spasmatic contraction, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, you're, yeah, you know, you had an orgasm. Yeah. And, and there's like a, the sort of let down feeling uh, that's the wrong word, but like the, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the blood flow, the blood flowing out of your genital area. Like yeah. that is initiated by the orgasm in, in, right. in the way you would sort of expect. Right. Um, now, so you know you had an orgasm. It's not confusing. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and so given that, I whatever the female orgasm is, uh, the sensationless female orgasm is, is a new one. And I love this guy this is, yeah. ga- gaslighting her and saying that she came twice. I don't, <laughs> and, have I mentioned this, this argument about squirting? A, a friend of the show gave it to me a while back. I was wondering um, if you were going to get back on this hobby horse. This we're, this, yeah. this, this topic is even, isn't even about squirting, but I thought we might. I know. Well, it is because what the guy, the guy's eyes got wide and said, you came two times is because he, th- he thinks that's all 
about squirting. Well, this point is, it could be secreting lubrication. That's why I wanted to. That's why I went in that, okay. that direction. But all right, well, it, totally let's the, let's hear your latest on squirting. It's sort of the same thing in the sense that like it's just a large amount of fluid. Call it. Uh, the argument that volume the, is substantially different, but yeah, and the viscosity. Okay. The argument that was made was simply that squirting is not a thing, and the evidence is that porn in the 1970s never had squirting in it. Hmm. Like, so it's, it got invented after the 1970s, which makes sense to me. I mean, wait the, a minute, you know, wait, porn, a minute, wait a minute, go wait ahead. Minute. Okay. Some women do squirt. You and I both believe it's urine. I suspect the reason why it doesn't show up in the 70s is because it wasn't considered, it was considered a faux pas then. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, that's what I mean. So squirting as a sexual, a sexual sex-linked behavior, that's sort of important as a triumphant sex-linked behavior. Yes, something like that. that. And so was invented. And so it's cultural. I mean, yeah. So so in in what's what's that evidence of? It's evidence that when you go on Chatterbait and you find or whatever a porn site and you find a woman who's quote unquote squirting when she's masturbating or whatever, she's just sitting there bearing down and peeing. <laughs> right. She's she's just like she's sitting there thinking. And I know this because I've asked cam girls about it. I've read extensively on like the cam girl problems forum and other forums on Reddit. Like they all, they're like, oh yeah, if you want to squirt, drink a lot of water. Yeah. So I'm like, I think there is some topic for debate about whether all squirting is affected or whether most squirting. Is oh, affected. it isn't all. It isn't all. Some I think women some women in- actually are sort of incontinent. That's right. And, That's right. and, and, and might- as connected to physical stimulation. That's right, because if you if you stimulate the the sort of G spot area, you're you're confusing her body so that it might release urine, and, and if she needs to pee or whatever. But the point is that I, I the 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 argument was about wh- whether it's like you said, sort of sex linked in a strong way. Um, mm-hmm. I forget what you said, like uh, triumphantly, yeah, sex sexually linked, and, and the fact that it was not present in seventies porn, whereas stuff like deep throating, anal, like there's all these other behaviors that were all depicted, but this one is curiously absent. Like you said, I'm sure it was considered a faux pas. It was just like, oh, somebody should study this. Like when does squirting first start appearing in porn? And like, can you do some sort of survey and figure out like what the ratio is of, I'm going to guess it's plus or minus five years, uh, uh, related to the, the appearance of futinari in porn. Right. This, I, I really hope I am going to Google it after this show and I hope it's not something awful. I think um, it's guys. With, I think it's girls with dicks. Okay. I hope. I hope. I think, that's, and I think I it's not just. It I think it's not just hentai. I think that I've seen trans. I mean, these aren't really trans people. I guess they, I'm not sure even what to call them. Futanari, I guess. You know, people that look female except they just have a gigantic schlong, which is yeah, it's, it's interesting. I uh, for some reason, there's something wrong with like Tinder. Like my Tinder, my Tinder matches are not nearly as numerous or as good as my Bumble and Hinge ones. By matches, I mean, I can see people who I pay for both Tinder and Bumble. So I can see people who like me and I get more likes on Bumble and I know more people use Tinder. And so my account must be in some state because my profile is basically the same on both. So my account must be in some city. Anyway, uh, unusually, I had four matches on Saturday morning. Not matches, four inbound likes on Saturday morning. And all four of them were trans men or trans women. Well, trans women are women, Keith. So do you uh, naturally, knowing that, you Wait, What does it mean when I, say, when I say a trans man? What does that mean? That means a person it's as opposed to cis man. So it's a person who presents as male okay, or sorry, no, is a trans, man, trans according women, to the culture. Trans, trans women. By the way... Uh, I mean, we're at the end of the show here. Trans women are not women, <laughs> in my opinion. Like, I don't agree with that. I think that's stupid. And even and, uh, okay. even if I, I understand what they're trying to say, but it's to newspeak. You're trying to force me. And if you don't know what newspeak is, go read 1984. You're trying to force me to change my language. Uh, I don't have to do that. I know what you mean. You mean that trans women should be treated as women. And that's different. And, we, you know, maybe I'm okay with that. Wait, but like, what, what, how could you identify? I, I think trans woman is a perfectly fine phrase. It means a person who isn't a woman, they're a trans woman. Yeah. But the thing that the thing that the community is trying to do is to remove the trans. So basically, that, yes. 
Yeah, that's what that trans women equals are women is a, is an equality they're trying to give you that that forces you. It's like saying two times two is five or two plus two is five. Yeah. Trying to get you to change your language. A lot of these women look really compelling. It's confusing. Maybe you should try one. You could ride that ride the car. Really, I really don't think I'm going to feel sexually aroused when there's a penis. What if they wore a garment that kind of very tightly coupled it and they just offered you anal? <laughs> uh, they would, they're on the receiving end. Yes. I don't, I don't. Would you accept a blowjob like, from one of them? I feel like the closer you get to the genitalia, the more the illusion breaks down. Well, okay. What if one of them, you said they agreed, you said, and they agreed that they would never take their clothes off. They would just blow you. See, you'd say, you're going to say, I don't like blowjobs. Okay. I, I think the knowing that there's a penis down there would be enough to ruin it for me. Is it? So to, is I'm not it, no, sure. I mean, it's an interesting thought experiment. So it, does it matter that it's down there? Like, for example, let's say that you were in your college dorm room and you yeah. knew there was a, a man on the other side of the wall. So he's yeah. very close. There's a penis actually within yeah. like 10 feet of you. Mm-hmm. It's that there's a penis physically like with on the same blood supply as the mouth. That's what <laughs> matters to you. Yes. I think that's the critical. Interesting. The critical thing. Yeah. Do you huh. feel differently? Um... I, I don't, but it's because I don't, uh, I agree. I Okay. I agree with your viewpoint, but it's because I view a MTF transsexual as different from a woman. I don't think trans women are women. I think it's different. And so then, then I, I think you would have to reckon with, well, do I want to ha- have sex with, am I physically, am I attracted to? Okay. Let me start MTF saving. I'm going to start, I'm, I'm going to start saving some of these profiles. And mm-hmm. uh, show them to you. And I want I'm curious if your opinion changes. Like some of these people look amazing. Oh, I'm I I believe they look amazing. I just don't. It's okay. <laughs> you just want to see the pictures. <laughs> I've seen plenty of. I mean, I've seen plenty yeah. of stuff in porn. It's yeah. just. I mean, I, I like. I understand it's amazing. I just they might be compelling looking. I just think you have to. You have to be interested in interacting with a person with a penis. That has to be like what you want. And I know I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want to give a blow to a person. No, I definitely don't want to do that. I'm just not even sure. I'm just not even sure. I'm not even sure I can receive the non-penis interacting sexual stimulation. No, I wasn't finished. I don't want to do, I don't want to do docking with them. (laughs) I don't want them to like jack off all over my body. Uh, I don't want a facial from them. Uh, Okay. What what yeah, other I don't things want any of these. Do. I don't want to give them a hand job. Oh, oh actually, okay. the most interesting thing we've discussed this on the show before would be giving a hand job. Just because I think it would be it, I could imagine it being interesting. They it wouldn't be what they want. They want to have like a relationship and I get it. Yeah. But I could imagine it being interesting in the same way it would be interesting to like jack off a horse just to like feel the physical responses of a of another yeah. dude. But yeah. I want it to be like in a way that I can't be forced to do anything da, 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 da. it would be very clinical and i, and I also rather, might just say i don't want to do this would you rather check off a horse or a man um <laughs> uh, it's sort of close it's sort of close actually i think a man, sort of that's why i asked in the way i described where it's like very clinical i think i would pick a man just because i think it, it would be more s- synonymous or like isomorphic to my experience and it would be interesting to like jack off another guy's cock and yeah, like what compare and contrast. Whereas with a horse, of course, with a horse, it's much larger. Yeah, but the horse might come things. sooner, so it might be briefer. Well, but with remember, I, one of the things I stipulated is it's completely clinical and I can terminate at any time. I can just be like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. So I might only do it for like 30 seconds with the guy. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't have to bring him to orgasm. I'm not sure I would care about that. And I definitely would want to like wear a glove. So if I did bring him to orgasm, I could just <laughs> be sure that not his semen isn't all over me. <laughs> and no, I don't want to no see physical his, I don't want to see, it would have to be some kind of like milking table thing too. I don't want to see or yeah. hear his like responses. Same. And I don't want to, of course, know him or ever see him again. So right. it best yeah, I agree with like, all uh, those stipulations. On a death, death row inmate or something like he's going to get executed soon, <laughs> et cetera. No one else can see him either. Ever. <laughs> That's right. 
All right. That will do it for this episode of Your Mileage May Vary. Uh, we appreciate feedback. You can give us feedback at ymmvpod at gmail.com. We pay $10 for feedback. So if you want Venmo or PayPal, just let us know. Again, that's ymmvpod at gmail.com. You can send us questions there too. Let us know if you want us to use them on the air or not. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us. And we'll catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Je me veux